Hello. Hello. And welcome <laughs> to the Poorly Educated Podcast. The podcast where prickly pears put precise points about proprioception, perfectly plaguing our peepers with puzzles and paradoxes. So perplexing, Pablo Picasso would pinch his pecker it pain- until it painfully progresses into a pile of pubes. So pull up your pretty pants, and you, you pathetic peasants. The pulpy podcast starring the Python Pals is now playing. I'm your host, Peppa Pig. To my right is Papaw Patrick, and to his right is Pips and Poppy Porg. Slightly untrue, that honestly is <laughs> more harm to our show than good. Just my kidding, is, I'm Ian. I'm my the, name's Morgan. I'm Riley. And this is the Portal Educated Podcast, a podcast where pee-pee poppers... Pee- no, 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 no. No, we not were not a science that. podcast, science uh, podcast. although we are highly unqualified to talk about science. But we will pretend to. We pretend to know things, and we will theorize, and, and then it'll get real wonky, but we, we'll we, try. We try to be thought-provoking. You know, we, we, try to, we try to err on fringe science, mm-hmm. the stuff the real boys are too afraid to talk about. Yep. Uh, we're we're kind of like the, the 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 Tom Brady, like we're the most relatable. We're the have, science podcast for the average idiot. Isn't he the one who is like advising people to drink an alarming amount of water? Ooh, I Tom know. Brady. The, it was one of those Just, football players. Is he the one who kissed I the know. sun? Oh, dude, Tom Brady kissed his son so, so good. <laughs> Get your, I, you know what? You know it's really awkward when you like you're seeing that being played on the news, and you're sitting there next to your dad, who you know has never kissed you like that, or hasn't in years. <laughs> I, I do have something to talk about. I wanna, I, I'm gonna come clean. You're gonna come clean. We've done a lot of talk about Elon Musk on this podcast. Okay. He's a musky man. Yes. Um, quite. In my research and learning more about him, I no longer like him. <laughs> Is that real? Yes. You no longer like the Musk Man? No, I don't think he's smart. Wait, what? All right. So that's something, right? No, I've, I've been reading about it. He's just kind of an idiot. And you he know, just, like, he's fumbled his Like way. he's an ambitious idiot? Yeah. I kind if that's true, is that that's even more impressive, honestly. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, he also the, he wants like, like right, one for of instance, us depending on how it's true. He to wants space. to make. Have you heard about his? What's the the website he wants to make? I forget exactly what it's oh, called. Oh, the journalism thing. Yes. Oh, do you just like do you follow people with a blue check mark on their name? What do you mean? Because that's the problem. What do you mean? On Twitter. No, verified. I mean, some people. What are you talking about? Are, are you saying you should like follow anyone who's verified? You saying you like, like his idea? Like ver- verified. What's his journalist? idea? Go and say uh, his idea. For I don't, I'm trying to no, see if I saved anything. I don't think I did. But basically, it's a journalism website that he wants to make where the truth is voted upon uh, by like popular like what what's true is decided by the masses, which is exactly what's dangerous about like the internet right now and it's what's horrible about it is like the whole like fake news thing the truth should not be decided by opinions like the the truth uh like facts should influence opinions but opinions cannot influence facts and that's kind of what he's like going for because he got a bunch of shitty he got a bunch of shitty uh like flack by some people and by some like journalists and stuff so he's just saying that it's like fake and like true he's basically doing the fake news like now it was the was the stuff anything legitimate like that he's being it's, accused of or got I, flack about it's, i can't remember it's like the kind of journalists who like wrote the hit pieces on pootie pie and stuff like that so it's like aren't even actually the, journalists they like work for the verge pretty much it, it's, it, it's just it's dangerous to do that what, what what my understanding of it is 
and I watched like a video on this this morning, so it might there might be more information on it now because how fat, fucking fast everything moves. Yeah, yeah. But the basic idea was that like he wants to make a website that's not state funded to like basically point out journalists that have put out false work in the past, make like a wiki almost, and like obviously like have it be fact checked and everything that. Uh, basically is a list of people who you shouldn't trust articles from. Um, Which to me sounds great. Like the the sources and like 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 a voting system on those sources. Like is it like an up vote down vote system? I'm assuming something like that. But I mean it's like it's because of like flack on them and I think no matter what that's just like a dangerous thing. Because like who gets to decide like when I hear that, I, I assume he's not that stupid where he thinks that the masses can decide the truth. Like, I, I obviously haven't read the story, but my, my assumption would be that he's, he, he wants to build an algorithm that automatically ascertains that type of information, you know? Like, not necessarily just based on popularity, but using popularity as a portion of a larger algorithm. Uh, his... It, it... It's, His tweet was actually, I'm Elon, and this is the news. Guys, AP Bio just liked my tweet about AP Bio. Anyway, uh, uh, so, um, god damn it. I'm that's to AP Bio, basically poorly educated on TV. Excellent. <laughs> uh, they kind of stole our idea. Not at all. Okay, his tweet was going to create a site where the public can rate the core truth of any article and track the credibility score over time of each journalist, editor, and publication, thinking of, it call, thinking of calling it Pravda. Even if some of the public doesn't care about the credibility score, the journalists, editors, and pub- publications will. It's how they define themselves. Uh, so it's not necessarily a news aggregator itself. It's, it's more of like, an, like a Rotten Tomatoes almost. I guess more like a Metacritic, but for journalists. In, mm, but and maybe maybe some people with more like I think in general like I understand the idea that mob mentality can be negative uh, but I think in general it wouldn't be too bad well, y- y- if, if they're not the ones distributing the news which is the worst you know it's yeah. if they're the ones distributing the news right and they're they're saying hey these are the people that we trust and our opinions align with so here's the news that you're getting but if, if it's just a, a website where you can track someone's reputability based on other readers opinions mm-hmm. that's not necessarily evil i don't know if it's gonna work see but it's uh, not evil i think th- what stupid. you would need to do is make a mandatory written section you know but, but well because like <laughs> yeah it takes like, have like 500 characters like you gotta write yeah, a little bit you, you know? got well, you gotta write something and you've got to like be just you know what I mean? Yeah, and then maybe right. even past that, have your individual review be like, you know what I mean? I like up, the idea. Up, up vote and downvote kind of thing. Honestly, I, I think a follow-up should be necessary for the review to count, right? Like, what do you mean? Uh, they, they, the, the, so you go in, you write your initial review, you write a 500-character uh, line XYZ on why The Verge, for example, maybe isn't as reputable as someone like Washington Post. Well, I, so think, you, I, I think they're going after individual people rather than the whole organization. Even better. But, so, so you do that part, right? In three months, they send you a notification email to go read up on some newer articles that they put out and check that out. And I think that kind of stuff like bolsters herd mentality because no one's mad for three months you know yeah and your vote doesn't count until there's been a 
a period in time in which you voted two times. I, I think that helps weed out some of the. Yeah, I I'm curious. Is that is that what? I just you, don't wait. What is that? What like you thought he was like dumb about, or are there other things that contribute to him being dumb? Uh, I mean, I don't think I think he like is a. I don't know. He's a businessman that I've. I mean, there's a bunch of like shit about mm. his like workers and stuff. And I mean, he's obviously a successful businessman, but I don't think that. I don't know. It, it instills hope in like the American dream, but yeah, pretty much it's just like a shallow. I, don't know. I can't. I, can't, it, it, I don't it, have the fucking words. It pretty much like I hate it, the, the reason I I do love Elon Musk is that he just like destroys the notion of communism because like no social country has had a private company launch things to space regularly oh, sorry it's, I think it's difficult it's, it's dangerous to like crowdsource truth like that especially on the internet where it has shown that like people that use the internet more like have different opinions on things than people who are on the internet less so it's like getting like making the truth like crowdsourced by the internet makes it like and plus there's like things like bots and stuff that have been shown to like influence like they could like vote on this and kind of like pick and choose what the truth is and i think that's well, just that, it's that's, extraordinarily right. dangerous Here, that's here's, why i think the written really thing kind of saves it Here, here's a really good thing about something like this right so like riley and i tossed back some ideas on on what we think would help it be more reputable as a site but ultimately if it's not distributing news or information if it's only used as a source for reputability then it's only relevant if it's relatively accurate because nobody's going to use a site that's entirely skewed. Now, that doesn't well, mean that slight skews are, are going to be are not important, but if a, if a mass amount of people are going to care about the reputability of this site, its values have to be decently aligned to the general populace. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a reason why Breitbart isn't as big as, say, the New York Times. Right, right. You now, I, I mean? if he specifically went out there and said, like... Uh, like so we can find out which ones are truthers and which ones are liars like that's that kind of rhetoric is a big problem but if it's all about reputability well, then that's that's a different kind of conversation you I, know? I think all of this spurred because right now there's like this like hate mob going on of like journalists quote unquote he, uh, going against him because of uh, like you know say what you will about political reasons but they're basically at like putting out tweets that say hey if an Elon Musk fan has ever like said anything aggressive towards you, send me screenshots so I can use it in my article. Elon and, Musk is the only person that voted for Gary Johnson and, in 2016. And he like he put out a tweet four hours ago, like at the time of recording, obviously, uh, saying that he doesn't like. I hate that he has to say like I don't condone violence because like obviously he's never once like had a call to arms like these people are trying to attack me. Go my minions you know what i mean yeah. he's not a lunatic like we are i'm not saying he's a good or a bad guy i'm just saying like based on that information i and i mean I but I his idea it. isn't to like hand it over the, it's like to put it in the hands of like the average like consumer and then be able to vote on it and i just don't see a way of that being like sort of from no matter which state it in because if the argument is that people just like won't use it it doesn't make the idea any less dangerous or, or anything because i think the idea is only dangerous if the site itself is reputable though because the thing that makes the idea dangerous is that someone could go on there and be tricked into say, th thinking something is true that's not but the site is only going to be reputable and not based on the just general public 
not the site. The site isn't choosing what's reputable people are. That's that's the idea. Right. I know. I, I, I get that. But if if people and like, there's like, a reason that the average person don't get used. Don't the average person who has centrist views don't get news from right wing or like super right wing or super left wing political points. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and the same thing with information. You, you get information from somewhere that aligns with your values for the most part. So if I go there and I see it doesn't align with my values, I'm probably not going to think that it's reputable. And and to you the same, and to you the same. You know, like I think people will only like even consider voting or looking at a vote and making a decision based on that. But I, I still think I mean, in places like 4chan exist where they could do like they like like just mobs of just bombing like something. You know, like sending yeah, like but I mean, masses of people websites to, like, like Reddit that do the same exact thing in the other way. I don't think Reddit does anything uh, the, in like a... Not Reddit as a community. 4chan is definitely more unified as a community, whether they like to admit it or not. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, like, Reddit has regularly committed weaponized cancer multiple times to, to get yeah. something their way just because they don't like it. Here, I mean, this, this is my big thing with, with someone starting something like this. There's obviously good intention mm-hmm. here, uh, from, from what I can tell. I, I don't necessarily want to say obviously. But it seems like there's good intention for a product like that. Um, and, and there's a lot of potential for it to go wrong. But it's, it, I don't know, it's, it really sucks to look at a product that if functioned awesomely, it would be a killer product. But if it didn't function awesomely, it would be damaging. Because if you looked at any product like that, it's the same kind of conversation. Yeah. One thing, I, I've seen a similar argument that, and th- this is mostly from... The, the other side, because I, I think it's mostly, like, kind of leftist people who are attacking yeah. Elon. I mean, but, but I, I mean, yes. But, but uh, I've seen people try to do government-funded ones, like a government-operated truth bureau, which yeah. is really fucking alarming, considering... I, I hate whenever people say it's literally 1984, but, like, in 1984, they have something called the Ministry of Truth. and But <laughs> right. I don't think that he, like... He did... I don't think it's a good idea that he's doing the thing. I mean, he's. Oh, you can read the tweets where he's. Uh, he's doing just it as a claiming, reaction. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything like the Verge like put out a negative like article. I knew it was him. the Verge. I said the Verge. <laughs> I knew it was. Them. I think. It might not have been. No, I felt. So I just good. said it was the Verge because I was on the Verge. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, and I don't know who it was, but there was a negative article about him, and he's just like. Calling that like any th- any negative press as being like a, like false is just I mean it's just yeah it's so stupid. The, the other thing about Elon, it's which just, I think is super interesting, is um, his perception of reality has to be fucked. <laughs> you know, so like Elon Musk is someone who's culturally worshipped at least over here in the, in, in the states, mm-hmm. um, like culturally treated like the most. I've said this before. I, I've said that I think he's going to be the most impactful man in our generation. Countless others have made similar, if not more dis- or more non-disparaging statements. His perception on who he is, his role in the country, and everything has to be just like, fuck. It's, it's also really interesting that, like, a, a news... Because I, I hate to sound political, but it, almost any, like, major, like, news website is probably going to be a little bit liberal... His girlfriend is Grimes, who if you've ever watched a Grimes music video, she's like 
dope. front page. She's awesome, dude. She, she's pretty wild. Uh, I know her because of uh, the Garfield memes. I, I of course you, nobody nobody's you, gonna know. You, you, you know music? what I'm talking about. The you know you know how it's like. Let's see what dwells in the depths of my trailer, and then he goes and opens up the thing, and it's like that song. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's called Genesis by Grimes. Oh, really? That's Grimes? Oh my God, I did not know that. <laughs> so, so in Elon a way, Musk plays drums. In a way, Spaghettis, if you're out there, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, uh, fucking. You, so you forgot you, you, you were saying. You're, 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 you're boy, your boy is Elon Musk now. Good Did job. you guys know that the singular form of spaghetti is spaghetto? You told us last episode. Oh. <laughs> so, so you have like one spaghetto, is like one noodle. Yeah. So I, I, I do want to touch more on this Elon Musk thing, but I'm gonna give it a little Elon break. I think we all need some time to chill and think because I'm, oh, I'm getting me. pretty mad at you, Riley. You know what? Cool. Wait, you guys, <laughs> you guys are on the same side though. Maybe we don't I feel like each other, okay? Maybe maybe it's just that we don't like each other. But I, I, I've got a lot to talk about today. I have some more serious and less serious topics. I'm going to give you guys the choice. I have left, right, and center, baby. Semi-serious, really serious, okay? And silly as heck. Which one do you want first? I'm a silly boy. I'm voting silly. Get silly. Get silly, silly with silly. it. All right. Um... So this is this is pretty interesting. The other day I had a tick. You get you guys. I'm, I've never been more terrified of anything. Ticks are making my, an astounding amount of noise over there. I, I'm sorry. Ticks are one of my biggest fears. What? Ticks are one of my biggest fears. There's so much scarier things. No, have okay. you ever had a tick? Because I've watched what Lyme's disease can do to people, and it's terrifying because it affects everyone differently, and it can it goes it, after different. Parts. In all fairness, a very small section or sector of people who get ticks are. Yeah, but it's like it's like one of those one of those things like Yeah, but that's where Lyme disease mostly like comes from. A small amount of people in Alaska get attacked by bears, but I do have I mean Lyme disease is like it's so, becoming it's getting like so I, it's I'm gonna take your hand. I had this tick the other day. Uh, uh that's a little oh, that's it? uh no, that's a separate spot that came up after I got the tick. Uh, so I might be dying. But that what, do you, what did you just feel? There's, there's a big old bump back there. Oh, a big Why? Bump. It's, can, it's probably about that tall. Is there a tick? In, half an inch. Oh, that's separate from the tick. Is it yeah. under your hair? The, the, yeah, the, the, the tick is that. That's he's right there. Is he gnawing at you? Because I love him. <laughs> this is my boy. <laughs> the I tick is not still on you. He's still on me, dude. I love him. I, no, I, I so hate ticks. I was uh, I, I was feeling my head, and I'm like, yeah, I feel fucking powerful right now, and I was I was touching like, holy shit, I think I have a tick, and I can't move my finger. I'm like, maybe I don't, but he was just bigger, right? He's on your hair? He's, like, in your hair? He's under my hair. Yeah, they love hair. Dude, <laughs> he had beautiful hair. You but know, the, the point that. is, they shouldn't get that I, went, high. I went reaching. How'd they get that high? And How did they get that high? I mean, I probably just walked under a tree. But I was reaching, and my finger was at the top of the tick, and it moved a little bit uh, to the left, I would, I'm and scared. it was still tick, right? So it was, it was a big boy. Here's what the, here's the problem. If that tick You've been sucking were, so much blood out of your brain. I'm sorry. If that tick were any bigger, I wouldn't have known. Okay. So I think ticks are slowly evolving to become super thin but super wide and long, kind of like a shower cap. Imagine, because if I started feeling for a tick right here, like that's, a flat they know that's how we fucking get them. They know that's how we get. So if I start feeling for a tick at the top of my head, yeah. it's gonna go all the way down to my hairline. I'm not checking for ticks down here. Why stop there? Why not have a tick that's body? Why not lines, have a tick all over your body? Lines your body. Oh my, my god. My body I'm, might be a tick. I have a new your nightmare. Your skin is a tick. Your, your skin is leeching off of you. That is you my nightmare. 
I don't, I don't like skin. I I th- and I would never know. Because where is the seam? If I can't find a seam, I don't know that I'm not a tick. <laughs> so that's, that's so now you're a tick in this scenario. That's so I'm the tick. Nelson Mandela is the victim. I've been drinking his blood for what feels like minutes. I got I, I got something real quick. It's a all right. Good, good want to talk about ticks working, but I'm scared honestly. I hate ticks. You look incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, he's um. So the, apparently the moon is one four hundredth. <laughs> Apparently the fucking moon. No, the moon is 1/400th the size of the sun, but also 1/400th the distance from Earth, which makes the sun and the moon the same size in the sky. And, like, that's why an eclipse can happen. But apparently that's the only known planet-moon combination that does that. We're the only planet that has, like, an eclipse that perfect. That we know of, anyway. Yes. That we know of. That's wacky. We're also the only one that we know that has life on it, though. I mean, that, yeah. So you think that's life a, did that? We did that? What, what, what if, the moon, like, what if be, it's the moon? Before human... Oh, shit. What if we came from the moon? Holy shit. Yeah, right. the moon has to be... That's the circumstance for life, is that we yeah, have to be the, the perfect... Moon, eclipsible? Yeah, the, well, no, the moon came and was like, bam! I mean, an eclipse can happen. It's Earth. just not as perfectly lined up. And I think the moon hit in the Pacific Ocean. But anyway, it hit Earth. Interesting. And broke off. And then we were on it, or life was in general... And then it came down onto Earth and then touched the water and said, wow, this is great. And then, <laughs> and then kept doing it. Major maybe maybe not life, but maybe uh, major, like Mars. Major question for you. Pangea was at once a thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because of the, of the, of the plates, yeah. uh, were, like the land masses are constantly moving. And we define bodies of water based on their relative to p- positions to land masses, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So when did the Pacific Ocean become? Uh, pretty much when once Pangea split apart. I mean, still. Is it? Yeah. Well, did it go Pangea to what we have? There were a bunch of middle steps. Yeah, but I like, mean, when Pangea and then there was the like... The Pacific Ocean is pretty much the opposite it's side. Just, none of it had a name yet. Because <laughs> like, Earth does kind of have like a heads and tails. You, you know we I mean? made the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans whenever like they were already there like they didn't need to have a name at the time because no one existed right, right but like it, it was still the same body of water so like well actually how... here's something to think about too uh the water was at one time a gas like everything was just a gas kind of around our big old rock yeah and our big old rock was actually a big old wet rock it was liquid uh, so wait, the rock was water, but the well, solids well, were there, gas. There, there, there was no water on our rock. The water was on the moon with the life, and the life. Uh, so this is. I'm, I'm going back to this. No, 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 no. This is pretty accurate. The water. The water was on the moon with the life. The life. The, the life, life I'm adding on. The, the life is me, but the water was on the moon, and the moon hit Earth, and then the water was a gas. Which created our like proto atmosphere in a way, and slowly started creating an ozone and everything, which I, advanced life and uh, allowed oceans to, to exist. Because for a while, it was just solid. Back to reality, real quick. That's <laughs> what, how it fucking is. That's that how, is nuts. That you are a nuts boy. And then, and then, see what's real nuts is that some people think that fucking lightning created life. Isn't that dumb? Because like we had a bunch of like electrical storms for a while before there was life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And as, as far as that? scientists know, it just like RNA just kind of formed and then like DNA came from it. How can we possibly tell the electricity thing? Like how can we know that they were a, a well, electrical well, They just think that, oh, well, there are a bunch of lightning storms, so. 
Do we, oh how do we know there are a bunch of lightning storms? Is what I'm saying. I'm sure there's a way for. But that's just because no. of like the energy. Like the energy exists regardless of lightning. I'm so sure like it was the like maybe like chemical composition of everything else would imply that there was a huge amount of static electricity. Can you believe that there's only one universe where they yeah, can, it's cool. where they can make a second Ghostbusters? We got lucky with one. Okay. All right. But are we? Are you talking about a sequel or a reboot? Because the reboot was lucky. pretty bad. It was great. No, it was a, it was a great. No, movie. I, didn't like, I didn't like it either. No. What was wrong with was... All right. The, our top priority on Poorly Educated Pangea. is now finding out what was wrong with Ghostbusters, the remake in 2015 It didn't include a ghost blowjob. That would... That would that That's the truth. One. Biggest problem. Did the original one happen? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't see it. I've only seen the new one. Then how do you... I, it was like, I, oh. I didn't say the new one was bad. Okay? I just said the... I didn't say the old new one was bad. bad. The new one yeah, was right. not bad. New because bad. of the ghost blowjob? It wasn't because I mean, of the it lack was, of a ghost. Whatever, it's fine. It's, it's fine as like a just like a uh, summer movie. I don't even know if it was if fine as you're, a, we my, need to raise our standard for summer movies. By the way, this is what I'm pissed about. Yeah, I mean it's not we, gonna happen. It, fucking Independence Day, that's a perfect summer movie. Jurassic Park, summer as fuck. You know what is summer now? Is fucking the new Independence Day and the new Jurassic Park, and they're both ass. All right, that's 100% subjective. What I'm saying they're about the Ghostbusters thing is that. If you guys hadn't, if the first Ghostbusters didn't exist and this came out, everybody would have fucking loved it. But people were so fucking upset that it ruined their original silly movie. Yeah, well, it's like you could just fucking write your own original goddamn movie. Look, I agree that it was <laughs> stupid to cast, like, to, to, like, put women in the universe just to put women in the universe. Instead of writing a unique universe around women, which sci-fi is great at with, like, Alien, you know? Yeah. But I, I hate when people, like, let... An original property. Like, if The Last Jedi, highly criticized, Star Wars The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. came out as the first entry in the series, it would be looked at as a phenomenal film, and we'd well, be talking Not really, because it needs a lot of preamp and, like, The Force Awakens. <laughs> well, okay, but, like... Needs context. The, the idea is, like, it's hard to argue that, because, like, it is created in context. You know what I mean? The last it's Jedi like, is yeah, the you most can't just say like examples. "what if" and say, say, say that Prometheus it's good with if. Alien. That's because Prometheus wasn't advertised as an alien prequel. Mm -hmm. it, you just thought, "Oh, this is a sci-fi movie with with aliens and shit in like a planet, and it's going to be crazy, and it's going to be fantastic." And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Bam!" Alien mothership, and you're like, "What in the hell?" And that's and, that, yeah, and yeah. then like Covenant comes around and completely demolishes both Prometheus and Alien. You, you know what I mean? Right. But because right. just sequels are made in the context of their prequel. Right, and you know maybe Star Wars wasn't the perfect example, but there's countless examples of where they do a remake or a movie that doesn't need like Force Awakens wasn't a remake, right? But it was like a soft reboot kind of thing. It was a soft reboot. They do plenty of those, and just because people are soft and, like, miss the fucking original, they don't appreciate the effort that went into making this one. It's only looked at with the context of the original, when it should be looked at as a clean slate, the entire reason they're doing a soft reboot. Yeah, but, like, I just... I, I'm... Okay, take Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a movie that they remade of an old movie. new, though, yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Because it nailed what the original was. Uh-huh. It, it was literally the 2017 version of the 1982 Blade Runner. 
I really think that. I think a bunch that, of new like other new layers to it that weren't explored, that like didn't detach like take away from the original like themes of the original, you, uh, but it, it also had like new things inside of it. It also never really explained anything. That's my big gripe with. with I, Solo. I, I'm sure Blade Runner 2049 was was great. And I, I, you know, Ian, I, I agree with you. The whole like, do something new, do something new. Those specific actors and directors are also working on like everyone in Ghostbusters specifically has been in some pretty innovative and creative shit for their career. So it's like the, it's not like I mean, I'm not talking about the actors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to, to be clear, I don't know who who wrote Ghostbusters two. I don't know the Kevin producers Barney, or anybody. But I I, I wager. That they've worked on creative things that are completely new and it just didn't get as much press or publicity or a marketing budget, you know? Like, they could do both. There's nothing wrong with doing both. And I think so many people do both. And just some things are more popular. Like, of course, a Ghostbusters remake is going to get a little bit more buzz than something else. Uh, like, a, a new creative idea that isn't, like, insane. Yeah, I mean... not every movie can be 2049. Okay, you know? yes... That's true, but if you're not like I hate the movies that just seem uninspired. Like if you're not trying to make your best work, what are you doing? You're just doing it for money. If you're not trying to do something new and trying to put your heart and soul into something, and you can tell when something is uninspired and they're making a movie just to make a passable movie when you know they could do so much better, you're just doing it for money. Just make art. Be inspired by what you're doing. How do you define that? How do you define the difference between those two things? You said it's very clear. So I show you two movies. How do you define which one is which take, outside of your own subjective opinion from what's good and not? Take John Wick and The Expendables. They're both dumb action movies, right? Yeah. The Expendables is let's get all the 80s action heroes and put them in a movie. The John, John Wick is let's make a good action movie. Well, they're, they're, they're the most public known money grab in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not saying all movies do it. But to look, look at something like the Ghostbusters remake and, and say that like – Maybe that wasn't what someone was passionate. Like for me, as someone who yeah, thought I'm it was not one of my that. favorite movies of that year, like I'm, I just don't think that line is as clear. And somebody else's subjective version of their own creativity, you know, is completely irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. To mine. I'm not saying that no one was passionate about the project. I'm saying, as a like generalized statement, there is their project came about because they knew it was going to make money. Yeah, and you're not like. Whoever, like, the screenwriter or anything was, I mean, it's, you can, I don't know. I guarantee you I can find a fan-made Ghostbusters 2 script. There is a Ghostbusters 2. Or Ghostbusters Uh, whatever. I guarantee I can go and find that. Like, maybe, but there's also maybe an equal chance that someone just thought they had a good idea for a Ghostbusters. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And I'm saying that, like... And I'm, we keep using like one movie as an example. I'm just saying in general, over at like like in Hollywood in general, it's you can there is a specific trend. You can like statistically show the lack of new IP, and that's a lack of original and like creativity and new people putting their voice up onto the screen and putting what they want to say up onto it. And it's taking the place of original and like heartfelt or, like content. Uh, and you can statistically see that, yeah, so like yeah. reboots or just sequels, and just all of that. Like there, there's been so many times where I've looked at the movies in the theater, and like every single one is uh, nothing original. I mean, th- there will be times whenever the the th- local theater will be 
six out of the ten theaters will be showing a Marvel movie. Yeah, and I mean, R- right, right now, yeah. I think like eight of the ten have a Disney movie in them. Yeah, yeah. You, you like, that's only gonna get worse and worse. Yeah, Disney's a fucking yeah. Conglomerate eventually, that needs to be like destroyed. Three companies. I hate. Yeah. Totally. I just hate Disney. Thank God but, for the 1953 Paramount Paramount lawsuit, or else we just have Disney theaters everywhere. That's kind of the only the, thing that saves that portion of the business. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm really glad that Paramount tried to step out. Yeah. <laughs> was it 53? I think it was. 53. It was. It, it might have been 41. Honestly, you think they tried that the same year as Pearl Harbor? I think Paramount knows better. Pearl Harbor happened at the end of the year. <laughs> do you know what date? The, December seventh. You do. I'm, I'm so proud of you. So yeah, there was a that's my favorite. There was a, a famous lawsuit in the mid 1900s where Paramount was it that they wanted to open their own. Uh, they, they wanted to stop other people from being able to play their movies and just wanted Paramount theaters to be able to play their movies. But it was ruled a conflict of interest. 1948. United States versus Paramount Pictures. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty even. I mean, I was closer, but I'm, I'm slightly cooler. You don't want to get too far off of the top, the subject of science, uh, but Movies yeah, I'm not science. saying that. Like, I can appreciate just like a like a, a fun movie that you can go into and just like and kind of like just mindless fun and entertainment yeah. because I mean that's what a movie is for. It's to be entertained. I'm just saying personally, I would like to see. You can be More. entertained by something that is thought-provoking. Not thought-provoking, but like I just feel like it's taking the space of artists. Like, So here, here's I, a good question. Like, There's only so many screens in America. Not that I disagree with you, you know? Not, not that I disagree with you, but I think the line between your average person and a celebrity filmmaker is the, the shortest that line has ever been. And I think you can look at things like indie projects as a direct replacement. Not that it comes with the same level of clout, but I'd almost err to say that there is more creativity in media than there's ever been because of the adoption of everybody being able to go out and make a feature film if they want to. Yes, but it's frustrating that yeah. it's not getting the recognition that it should. Okay, so there's statistically like more because of the ease of like the accessibility of being able to create it, mm-hmm. but like as a ratio, it, there's less. Like in the percentage of it. Now, do you think, as a percentage? As far as like, I, I agree. let's say a wide release movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll clarify with that. And it's and it gets less recognition because those indie projects and the original IPs aren't going to theaters as much as they used to. Now, I agree with that. I, I think that's one hundred percent fair. But when I see that, I don't. I, I see that as more of a statistical trend of viewing habits. So, like, I, I don't think if we, like, it, it, we we've all worked at a theater. Like, if mm-hmm. if you put just artful movies in a theater for a week versus movies that people know the IPs of, they statistically do immensely higher dollars. But that's only happened because one person, after that first original project was made, like was like, all right, this did well, so and people like this, so let's just like... It's, it's a trend that the only way to stop it is to just stop it. Like everybody... Yeah, and I, has I, to I take understand. A What's the most artful movie... Like, what's the movie that made the most money that could be considered, like, artful and challenging recently? Like, recently? Last, last year and a half or so. Uh, what's that one, Annihilation, I heard was really good? I didn't actually get to see it. I've heard some from some people it was good. I heard, I don't know, he's got mixed reviews. I, I heard it was, I heard it. Or take Arrival. I think Arrival was... Arrival did Arrival. Arrival was, was probably one that I can, I can concede to there. 
Uh, I mean, Blade um, Runner didn't do super amazing, so, like performance-wise. I mean, it did better than the original. It, it, it's there, there's been this idea like a lot of people. Whenever like I watch like the Oscars, a lot of people say, "Why do you even watch that?" Because like the Academy doesn't care about what the people like, and I think that couldn't be more than true because the people have suddenly liked dumber and dumber movies. Like it used yeah. to be you. People liked to go see like the new good movie. You yeah. know what but I mean? It, yeah, all, I mean it's I'm all saying... it's all subject. Like Arrival was the objective example that, that we gave. Where I think if you ask most people if they thought it was like a good movie, they would say absolutely. Um, if you just sat totally there and watched it, because it was pretty easy to consume overall. Worldwide gross for that movie was still a lot of money at two hundred million dollars, but that is just a fraction of what some of these other movies make in a weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, uh, like marketing-wise, it doesn't make sense. And for like the economy of like movies in general, it doesn't make sense. I'm not saying that. I don't understand why they do it. I'm just saying it's unfortunate. That it's I, I think like, it's, I, yeah. I, I, I see it as an economic bubble is the best way to put it. Yeah. It's like really? it's getting inflated. Yeah, because take all right. We're gonna go back to Blade Runner. I think the original, if I'm correct, only cost of around fifty million to make. Which, if you adjust for inflation, is still way less than yeah, 2049, yeah. which costs an estimated, if you include marketing, 200 million. If you don't include marketing, like 180 million. And which yeah. is crazy. That's such an expensive movie, and it shows. Like it's fucking great. But like, how much of that went to Harrison Ford? How Harrison much of that Ford went to ordered Ryan an Gosling? Impossible Burger every day. Also, <laughs> I have another example. So there's a, a good example of a middle ground where it was, it was, it's a bigger production company but it was still kind of like a smaller project is the original Deadpool like they tried something yeah. new and they went into that and they had to like leak the footage in order to even get Fox to allow them to make it Yeah, and they had like a smaller budget and they just wanted to make it and they like held on to creative uh, what's the word like in like they gave they creative liberty they, yeah they, they held on to their creative control like the original like Ryan Reynolds like yeah. had control over the character and what he wanted to do with it. And stuff. Right, right. So I think that's like a good middle ground of that's – I'm not saying that it's all bad and people are in Hollywood are still trying to do new things. And I think the, the success of that shows Hollywood that you can like allow people to do things and it helped get things like Logan created with like uh -huh. a rated R like Marvel yeah. or film. Or like Mad Max is a great – High quality summer movie. All like very yeah. phenomenal films. Yeah, I, I I think I concede to that point. I I guess I just didn't like the notion that uh, this was happening, not like out of something other than need. You know, like it. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I phrased it poorly, but as, as if it were like electively happening, and someone like some greedy rich guy was just holding out all these creative I, people. I don't think it's that. I mean, there is a reason. You know, movies need to be made, and there is a bottom line to be met. Yeah, yeah, you know, and if if we want the high quantity of movies, we're gonna have to sacrifice some yeah. quality. And I mean, there is still a lot of quality films out there. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, they're like, unfortunately, none of them are really like blockbusters. It, but that's kind it, of like the we, we also, by definition, these like indie films aren't gonna be. We also probably yeah. have a super jaded view because we live in the middle of but fuck nowhere. Yeah, so all we do is fucking walk. Yeah. So, so like, our local theater has ten screens. Yeah. And like I said, eight of them are showing a Disney movie. There, and there's, there's no way right. for the theater to afford to not do that. And because, yeah. like, if you don't, what are you going to do? Lose money? Like, you can't do that. There, yeah. There are the demographics everywhere. You know, we're only getting a very small sample size of what, like, the people in our area yeah, want. Yeah, like, American we, we Sniper more sold out 
five weeks in a row. Um, I, to, to take it away from movies and, and back mm-hmm. to science, because I do have a good bit more to talk about today. Um, so I've, as you guys know, I gave I gave you options earlier. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's two more options, but your choice is gone. Okay. You fucked the pooch, <laughs> and I'm the cops. <laughs> yeah, that, that one turned real silly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this next one just gets like adorable. It's like cute. Um, so I, I was thinking the other day because From kick to arrival. <laughs> I was uh, I was writing. This was like a week and a half ago, but I was I was writing a lot, and. I was trying to like come up with ideas, and something that helped me is having a coffee in my hand. Ooh. So my Keurig is currently broken. So I went to Starbucks a record five times in one day. Damn. All right. So here, here's where the conversation happens. It, it, it's just like a thought that came inside my head, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know. So I, I consider myself a fairly environmentally conscious person. Like I'm at least conscious of the effects that what I do have on the environment. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not making decisions to fix it. But I try to be at least conscious of knowing what I'm doing to like fuck things. So, is it like wh- wh- where is the line between stimulating the economy by making additional purchases and being wasteful and that kind of thing? It depends on how you use it, I suppose. But like, let's like I bought five coffees. Yeah. Should I have given them one of like the previous cups instead of just refill it? Like, is that is that the social Starbucks, protocol? Starbucks has like mugs that you can go and they'll make your coffee in your cup. Let's say it wasn't in your, in your refillable cup. Let's say it, it wasn't that. Like, I go to McDonald's and I mm-hmm. buy. Poor Ian's dying over there. It's very it's spicy. A, it's a hot boy in it's here. It's very hot. I, I I go to McDonald's and I buy a double cheeseburger sixteen times in one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. 16 times in that day, I buy a double cheeseburger, and they have to give me 16 of those little wrappers and 16 of those little bags. Mm-hmm. Am I expected to bring the bag back and say, you know, man, I don't need a bag. I'll just carry it, or I'll bring this to try to get that waste down? Or because I'm making the purchase, does it necessitate the waste that comes along with that purchase, even if the purchase is frivolous? <laughs> okay, I, I think the, the issue is the idea that you're not buying in bulk. 16 sounds like a lot of hamburgers for you, but 16 hamburgers isn't going to make or break McDonald's. 16 paper wraps isn't going to make or break the environment. We're talking, if you're making... Right, but nothing on an individual basis. Say you buy 2,000 burgers. Uh Uh-huh. That's going to stimulate McDonald's. That's going to stimulate them real good. But it's (laughs) also, that's a lot of paper. But right. if you're buying a thousand hamburgers, you're probably not going to individually. Right? Yeah, but over the span of his lifetime, it's definitely right. going to have an impact. Right. Uh, with these small decisions. Well, it's not like they can just the same not as wrap voting. your burger. Well, I'm not what are they going to do? Put it in a Ziploc bag? I'm not asking for them to not wrap my burger. I just don't know what, like, like when I'm making a purchasing decision, does me buying something, you know, like the plastic bag conversation, right? Okay. Where you should bring your own canvas thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be, you know what? I'm buying groceries. The plastic bag is just a part of that grocery process. But at some point down the line, you you were expected to bring a canvas bag to mm-hmm. supplement the plastic bag, even though it was part of the buying experience. So at what point, when I'm buying something, do I make that decision? You know what? This is actually pretty consistently wasteful. I need to make like I need to step in and, and the, do this. There are places that are kind of doing that. There's grocery stores that have uh, plasticless packaging where it's a like they have jars full of the thing you want. Yeah. And then you fill up your own like little jars and. <laughs> Like Tupperware with it, they have and, a pork and then chop it, jar, and then it's like by weight, you know, it's like things that make sense. To but do on, a, like with on jars. A, well, that obviously makes sense. But again, on a consumer level, I'm saying grocery stores already do it. Yeah, well, okay, there's you can in, 
this would require a major fast food restaurant to do this, but you could choose a restaurant that has maybe a more conscious packaging. Like that's the that's that's the expectation of me, or would that be me? That like would be my because I, I I always say vote with your wallet. That's the best way to get anything done. What was that? Is that expected of me, or am I going above and beyond of the expectations for the average person? What do you mean? In terms of what they're expecting. It's not expected of you. Especially right now. As of right now, no one expects you to do that. Yeah, no one expects you to buy five coffees in a day. Are you guys still using straws? I'll say that. Are you you, you using straws after that BuzzFeed video? That BuzzFeed video is making me rethink my fucking life, dude. uh, See, it was a BuzzFeed video, so I objectively have bought more straws just to fuck with them. (laughs) That's terrible. You use a lot of straws in a week, okay? I'll put them in a turtle's nose myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one? Oh. No, but the straws but, exist out there anyway. That's what I don't get. Wait. Where are they going to go eventually? In, in the ocean? Yeah. that's like the, the landfill. That, yeah, that's not going to touch no turtle. I guess... Well, that, I'm not putting my straws in the fucking ocean. I'm putting them in the same place. I'm, I'm not littering as long as you're taking yeah, it and putting it in the trash. Than it is. I think I think the idea is that it's, it's going to, into the trash anyway. The it, idea is that as a culture, we should band together them. and stop using straws. Like eliminate I, I think, the need for well, straws. The, the use of plastic is inherently straws. bad. Some yeah, we, we don't need straws. Some people do. They gotta. What does that mean? Well, they, what type of people? people the, the, some people have to like eat three straws. Yeah, well, or, or take. Like, uh, yeah, but they're I'm not buying plastic straws. So, to someone, eat their food someone with Parkinson's or like any jitters. Yeah, it's a lot easier for them to drink with. There the are reasons for straws sometimes. A straw is like a gimbal for your drink. What about a glass straw? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever heard. It's true. They, they make like glass or metal straws for those types of things, though. Like yeah, that's gross. Gross. that's worse though. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's gross. You can't like really well clean the inside of a fucking. You're gonna do put a pipe cleaner in that motherfucker. Yeah. What if what if it Here. sells with an attachment that you just put it inside this little thing and it goes in your dishwasher? How is it gonna wash the inside? So I have inside a thing where I all gaming. It oscillates. It, it uses water pressure to oscillate and and rotate. Yeah, but like the inside of your cup doesn't wash out all the way if it's not. Right, because like, you don't have something out. that oscillates on the inside. I don't trust soap. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't trust like washing di- uh, dishes or dishwashers. I, yeah, anytime I see someone wash dishes by hand, I'm like, that's not clean. No, and that's there'll be so many times than a dishwasher. No, it's not. What are you talking about? A dishwasher oh, is so obnoxious. Depends on the person, hot. done it. There's so many variables. You, you tell me what's dirty. Tell me Sometimes I'll pick up a dish out of a dish drainer at someone else's house, and they'll be like, this shit dirty. You, All right, but a, a, that's because they're bad at washing people dishes. Also make fun not of because me. washing dishes is bad for washing people. Washing dishes. No, but yeah, I'm just saying. Let's just get, take, take, uh, uh, Are you uh, saying to buy new dishes? A dish, yeah, a dishwasher <laughs> can that. objectively handle hotter water than a person can. Have you ever touched something fresh out the dishwasher? Yeah, and it's hot as hell. I'll, I'll say yeah. heat plays into a into a factor. You have to take no bacteria. It's also it's more diminishing of, returns after you get to a specific heat. It's and also, that's what dishwashers deal with. No, it's also just, an abrasive, a much more abrasive chemical washing the dishes because you're trying to pr- make sure your hands don't fucking eat. Yeah, and just get a really good dishwasher. Yeah. Don't I'm, get no shitty... I'm not clear, saying... I've you never buy a owned a dishwasher. We have a dishwasher in my home. It's filled with, like, napkins. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we it was there when we got it, but it didn't work, so we just used it as storage. I, th- I think the big thing I don't trust is whenever people, like, fill up a sink and put soap in it, and they're like, boop, boop, and they scrub... No way. No. Get real. There's a what bunch of there's a bunch of grime in there. And this the food, yeah, the gets, food in the gets in the water. Gets in the water. This is 
Dish water is disgusting. Would you wash your dishes in a lake? No, that's far different. That's vastly different. What if you poured some soap in that lake, lake but there were still nasty what, things what, in it? What, what, I already wouldn't if it didn't have soap in it. What, okay, yeah, what, would you exactly. eat off of something that was dipped in a sink with soap in it from McDonald's? Like a McDonald's tray. Would you eat a hamburger off of a McDonald's If it tray? were cleaned with a sanitary process, which... You know, if you if you fill it if you fill it to the brim with soap and dip twenty or so dishes and then don't drain the water, yeah, that's unsanitary. But you're supposed to drain every so often. Yeah, but like, I feel like the parts per million is so much more obnoxious that way. Yeah. Well, see how this is how I wash dishes by hand. I, I put soap on the dish. A, a tiny Me little, too. A tiny little dab. Uh huh. I rinse the dish. I scrub the dish. Tell me this. I rinse the dish again. I probably rinse it another couple times because I'm a lunatic. What are you cleaning the dish of? I, yeah. Hmm? What are you cleaning the dish of? Of what? What do food, you mean? Food bits, right? Like sauce usually or egg? Food bits often lacking of significant amounts of bacteria. I'm bacteria. Not meeting. Cross contamination is a thing, huh? It is, but in, not, in non significant amounts on your plate, okay? So your primary concern are food bits. And non-significant amounts of bacteria. What, what if what if meaning I that you don't need a gigantically large process because the majority of what you need to get off of there are food bits. What 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 if like say, say I'm preparing meat? If I'm being real, I just wash dishes as I use them because I'm not an insane person. That's that's a good thing. That's a, that's great. I'm not fighting against that. <laughs> You're just saying like that's the best way. That's the most sanitary way to do it because you know what was on the plate. I'm not walking up to a sink full of. What the fuck is this? And then trying to get it off there. You, you know it's real gaming. What was our sink before I went up there last night? And our fridge. Our fridge is still real gammy. There's some fruit in there. Not good anymore. It's been there for about anymore. a month. Anymore. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> no, it is not. Did you guys have anything else? I've got one more thing. I've got one more thing, too. Riley's turning... Uh... In like New Yorker, yeah. yeah. The, other, the other day, he just like we was he was mid conversation. And I said something, and he went, "Oh my god!" Like, I've, also, I've also been like, ten times more, more aggressive while I was driving. <laughs> like yeah. I'm yelling at people. <laughs> I did see you offer a pigeon a cigarette the other day. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting Dobro kind of move. Yeah, fucking Dobro. <laughs> what do you got for me, buddy? EM drives uh, are yeah. a bust. They're over. What is that? Uh, yeah, they I'll they, miss them. they uh, well the EM drives was the is idea. Is that quantum computing relating? No, it, that's uh, electromagnetic. Uh, they basically created a vacuum field and go made light, light go faster than it should have, and it created a minor amount of thrust. Oh, seemingly breaking the laws of physics. Ex- yeah. I'm excited, but yeah. wormhole. Uh, it turns out that it might have something to do with Earth's gravitational field. Uh, so really? it, it's not necessarily completely disproven, but now there's like an alternative theory and, and a pretty strong one at that. Yeah. So it's looking like they didn't just create energy out of nowhere, and there was a variable that they didn't realize was there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I can imagine. W- w- which is really that. saddening. What's the new theory? That's the the more widely accepted version. Well, it's not really a new theory. It's just the same study. Uh, it turned. It's is like, Spanish now. That's <laughs> just Despacito too. It's just kind of come like they're. Thinking like, oh, what if it had something to do with Earth's? Because it's so hard yeah. to, to, to measure something like that because there isn't a point in the universe that isn't affected by gravity and isn't affected by electromagnetic fields in some way. Right, right. Like that seems... It, I'm sure there is out past... It's a very high concept theory when, yeah. when you really think about it. But yeah, it's like it. You know how like Neil deGrasse Tyson always gets mad. So like whenever the, they say there's no gravity in space, like there is gravity in space. It's just 
not Earth's gravity. It's microgravity. I hate him. I am ready to kill the guy. I said it a few episodes ago. <laughs> I, if he turns up dead, they're going to come knocking on my door. All right. And yeah. they're going to be right because I killed him. Well, it's like, it's, so say, say you are in, you're completely out of Earth's pool. You can't be like falling back toward Earth. You're still being affected by its gravity. You're still being affected by the sun's gravity. How far? Even our fucking what, whole galaxy it, that is affected by its gravity. Interesting discussion there. What's the furthest point a single piece of gravity affects you, right? Maybe. So like, so how it, far it can on the mass I be? Of the thing. Yeah. How far can I be from Earth and I'm affected by Earth's gravity? Yeah, I mean there is, and there is an answer for that, but we don't have it, and it's depends, <laughs> and that's just because you. Said we Earth personally don't have it. Someone does. Yeah. Well, as far as Earth's gravity goes. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't pick because it just depends on now, the mass. So Earth, Earth's gravity majorly affects the two planets closest to it, right? Um, and you know their their gravity is affected by what we all orbit in, mm-hmm. in the center of our universe. Jupiter's out there probably dragging us a little bit further from the sun than we'd like. If obviously if we Jupiter's if we move big. the sun, it's going to be a problem, and there's going to be a lot of shifting. If we move Earth, How are, we move? are there any effects to orbit and how other planets orbit the sun? Like if we take Earth out of the equation, snap Thanos style is done for. Can we say that? That's a spoiler. Does it affect? I'm sure, I mean, very In like a significant way? It will over time. Yeah. But like, immediately, probably not. Everything's not immediately, obviously. Everything's still orbiting the sun, and it is like, it's not a regular orbit either. They're like elliptical. Everything has its own ellipse, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure some of the other planets, like, like uh, rotations will change slightly, and their paths will change slightly, but it's still gonna orbit. I wonder, what, is there are there any of the planets that we can move that give more of a chance for a collision? Jupiter's I mean, Jupiter, probably a big boy. Jupiter yeah, is freaking massive. He's our, our dangerous planet out there. But I wonder if Jupiter's so big, right? Because there, there's a math problem to be done there. Jupiter's so big that it has the biggest chance to hit another planet just based on surface area alone. Yeah, but like, just oh wait, by no gravity way. Well, I, I changed my answer. No way. No way? Yeah. Why? It's not going to hit anything. Because of the scale of the... People don't realize how massive the space between... You know, every single planet in the solar system can fit between us and the moon. There's a lot of empty space. And you can go to a website. I very highly recommend it. No way. It's called... Uh, Get real. It's called the moon... I think it's called <laughs> the moon is a... Earth is a pixel or the moon is a pixel. And it's basically the scale of it. And you just scroll and... You you're scrolling way faster than light speed, and if you like, if you scrolled at light speed to get from the sun to Pluto, it would take uh, like nine hundred years or something. Like, it's crazy. Oh, I I, lo- I love using that as an that as an argument. There's if you so don't much suggest a specific website. No, <laughs> so if you're like, no, 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 it's true. There's a website. Well, because it takes. We'll get on. It, we'll go on the website after this. It, there's so much takes, empty space in space. People yeah, there's a ton of space. Again? I'm not denying that. I think the. Moon is a pixel. The moon is a pixel. Yeah, but like it takes light, what, 12 minutes to get here from the sun? We sent something to Pluto, so it's obviously not 900 light years away. Uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> saying, I, I'm sure you just misquoted it, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I'm sure it's a long time. And it's, it's, a big, it's a big gap, but maybe 90 years? You're mad at him yeah. right now. No, Are I'm you mad. actually mad at him? I'm not mad. You're, you're kind right. of mad at him, boy. Yeah, you're, you're right. I don't remember. I, I very highly exaggerated that number, but are you it, sure that all the planets can fit between us and the moon? It would take a couple of days or something on the computer. Because I can fucking see the moon. You are yes. right on that. Yeah, I, with 
plenty of room in between. Plenty? Wait. Like more than half? Can it? Yes. I think I can walk there. All right, okay. right. <laughs> I'm, so I, I, I've, got, I've got one last thing that I wanted to kind of go over. And this is super important, so I, I, I do need you guys to, to let me know. So I was uh, I was talking to my buddy, all right? And I can tell you which buddy this is after. Uh, I don't know what he um, is. No, I, I like I I don't know what the sexuality is going on there, and that's and that's totally fine. Not my business to know. But he said something the other day that made me think, whoa. Like he he said something to me that was like really ambiguous in intention, and I'm like, all right, well I don't know if he's like gay or bi or, or, or straight, but if he were a robot, what he just said would kind of make sense, and he would be a gay robot. Here's a question: If a man sucks a a a, a robot woman's penis. Is Why that man gay? What? Because a, ro- a robot has no reason for genitalia, so it's entirely unnecessary and extra, right? So how do you know it's a woman? So Why are you calling the it a robot woman? sucking off a dildo. I guess in theory, yeah. Yeah, but the dildo, dildo could enjoy it. But the, yeah, it has like sensors. No act on its own is gay. No, no act. Not a thing. single gay act. <laughs> not if you're not gay. Dude, you're telling me I replaced that robot penis with a real penis. You're sucking it. Not gay. Not if I'm not gay. It's like those tweets that's it's like, if, if I suck a homie's dick, but I say no homo, it's not gay. I guess it, it is true that a gay act doesn't make a gay person. Like, yes. if, if a straight person... Definitely. Yeah, but it is definitely a gay act. If, if a gay person it is an act cash. a gay person act that would normally do above a straight person. Do you need cash? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> everyone needs cash. All right, well, I'm just saying. It's on the table. Robot penis. Hey, did you ever... Suckable. Like, like a month ago, someone messaged you on Instagram. Or, no, they they said in their, like, in a comment, like, if you need some money, if you need to get money easy, message me. And then well, you messaged saw, them. So I saw an Instagram ad. Uh, I was, I, I've, I've been building this for a little while. I tease you guys on it. I saw an Instagram ad a little while ago uh, for uh, it was something weird. It was some. It, it, I, no, it's a company called Drop. Drop a two piece, and their ad showed a Starbucks cup, and it said four twenty nine. And then on the right side, it showed that same Starbucks cup, and it said free with Drop. And in the comments, because that's all I do when I see an ad on Instagram, because the comments are always hilarious. Uh, I go to the comments, and it says. Actually, I, I do want I do want to bring up the actual picture so I can read it. Do you have it? Of course I do. I just got to scroll through. I just went through four breakups in the last month, so I got I got to scroll through some really <laughs> emotional pictures to get. To <laughs> I make connections. What's the most amount of like really quick? heartbreaking breakup someone ha- has had in the shortest amount of time? Oh God, that's me. I get so connected so quick. Yeah, I guess it's just about how easily you get attached to someone. Which is fine. I'm a, I'm allowed to be a sad boy. I want to eat these. It's probably like a. Mas- it's probably like a. Uh, a, uh, what's it called? What's it called if you have multiple wives? Polygamy. Polygamy. Yeah. It's probably a polygamist who, uh, like, all, his entire family was like killed in like a car accident, <laughs> and they were all his wives. <laughs> do you think, what, do, what do you think they did? They wrote. Do you think all the sister wives ride on a bus together? Did they go to the mall? Would you guys probably. ever be involved in a polyamorous situation? I don't think that polyamorous I. Polyamorous or open relationship, like. Polyamorous 
where it's a closed relationship with multiple, with multiple people. people. I don't think I could. So committed I mean, to a group. No, I don't no. think I could. To the masses, my man. It's like taxes, but in porn form. Thing is, right now, I'm going to say no. Uh, I, I say, not to say that it's bad. Why it's do you just say right like, now? Because you never know what your what your mind's going to do. <laughs> That's why I said a gay act I'm very, gay. I'm very, in, like, it's very, it's, I, I, just, I do not believe that I could, it could ever happen to me. But you never know. <laughs> like, because I am very, like, loving towards one person. And I, I like, like, commitment is a big deal to me. And I dude, just, but you're committing to a group. It is commitment. It seems so weird. I don't know if I can love multiple people equally. I can't. I don't think that I'm... All right, here's what you just said. I, I guess I can. I can love multiple I can. people equally. It's in different Shoot. ways. Right now, Riley and I... You're right. One of us is off the fucking pot. That's, okay. that's not true what I just said. I don't know why I said that because I don't believe that. I, you absolutely can love... But you you couldn't, in people. theory, give multiple people in a relationship the, a fair amount of yourself. What's yeah. weird with polyamory, too, is that sometimes it's not necessarily equal relationship, right? So, like... Sometimes, let's yeah. say you, me, and Riley are in a relationship. Sometimes I can only converse with Riley, and you can only converse with Riley, and you and me just have a friendship. I, I couldn't do it, but some people can like be happy with that. Like everyone involved can be happy in that situation. So that it, seems like if you can do it, that seems like the best thing ever. Because you're just always like with a fucking group of friends. It's like dope as shit. Well, my, my big thing is like I can't imagine. Imagine like a group, like a club, pretty much like. Take sister wives, right? The show. Sister wives. The, the, the show. There's like a, TNT. I will not say, say they're it. all friends. You, you know what I mean? Like all the wives, that they're all friends and they, they all go and hang out. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. they're like, man, I just love Jared. You know yeah. what I mean? All yeah. of them are just like, I really like Jared. And like, that seems pretty fucking crazy to me. Like that's like a small society of people that fucking adores you. Well, if, if it's one-sided you know like I mean? that, where it's like one person has multiple wives, but the wives don't intermingle, it does start to get towards idolization a little bit more. Yeah, well, than it eventually seems. it'll become like stardom. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like how many wives have to be involved until you have a cult? Until you have a cult and not a loving relationship. Like how many lives and how many lives, <laughs> how many lives and how many wives are you gonna take, Looney Tunes? <laughs> So I, I can't find the thing. So here's a picture of me holding a goldfish the first time I the first time I lost my virginity. <laughs> He's wearing a purple plastic. The first hat. time you lost your virginity. <laughs> We've all had multiple times. If you have it, you're a liar. Because after the first time, I you're like, you hey, have, you're give a liar it too, back. <laughs> I installed three custom hybrid freaking hymens on my body. Um, but I am curious. Did like, you get money. For, no, I very much do not have money. If anything, I have less money and I'm embarrassed about it. But I'll prepare a story and I will tell that story in a future episode. Okay. Um, but I, I, it does really make me curious where that line is drawn once it becomes artificial intelligence slash robots to gay or, or, or straight. Not that it's a I mean, social I'm... line that matters. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because but people I... love to classify themselves and I guarantee you they will. I just think having a, having a strict classification I hate it. is to a certain extent important. Not that we should ever really talk about it, but it's important to know the difference between things. To value the objective over the subjective, but still value and consider the subject. I don't think it is important. I think we should know people on an individual basis and not have to have these labels to like, that are just easy ways to 
for names to be called or like for hate to be enforced. Yeah, like, no, I I, th- I think these just all these labels are completely unnecessary, and I think that's a thing with like the, the far right and the far left are both annoying about it. Like it's uh-huh. just no one ever talks about the far center. Yeah. They, there's they shirts that say radical centrist. I, I really thought about buying one. Like, <laughs> I am aggressively neutral. Like <laughs> I'm like Belgium, but with a knife pointed at like everyone the air. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> it's it's you've got the 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 mad device, the mutually assured destruction device. What if it's if all right? So here, th- this is interesting. Who do you think the most? Who's if the most I politically s- neutral person that? Uh, could be like a spokesman for that group. I guess most people who are politically neutral, I guess more active about it, like don't care as much. Yeah, which is right. I think worse. Yeah, I think the worst thing you could do is not care. That's that's a weird thing though. Do you think there's more people on the right or more people on the left that don't actively research the opinions that they spew? Left, by far. You think it's left? You by think? Far? Yeah. I, I think it definitely feels I like know. that, but what do you mean? I, I think you got to think it like I think the left it, uses. It, it um, sucks that it's this way, but like the left would definitely identify with like, you, you know, like gay rights or anything like that, and most people I think are for that. You, you know. Yeah, I, I think we have a general consensus. To be clear, all of us in the podcast are gay. So there is a significant <laughs> amount of. Uh, no, that's not true. I don't know. So we we, we see these communities build up. And I, I, I feel like I get a lot of random sampling data because we, we see a lot of younger people more identify with, with um, more liberal philosophies, mm-hmm. right? And those are also the same types of people to exist in the subcultures that we exist in, right? Like for, for the Twitterverse, there, there's a subs- – Twitter is entirely liberal. I hate all these categories. For the people I follow on, on, on Twitter, it's, it's, it's a lot of that kind of thing. I think, I, I think it's probably more likely – for someone slightly left of center than someone slightly right of center to be less interested, I'll say. I, I think that's the fairest way. To, like, the, the average person. Oh, okay. Or maybe, no, like, okay. Take, take I'm not saying I misheard, yeah, okay. I, I, was, I was thinking that you were saying, like, people that are active about it and, like, they, they are informed but misinformed, but, like, aren't doing their research but taking a hard stance. But were you saying? No. Were you saying people we're that? Saying, like, if, saying, if say you're not interested in politics, but you've got to go register to vote. Yeah. most people like okay. that. I, would, yeah, I completely would, agree. Would register. It, to it probably is like people a little bit more left. They're like, I have yeah. these morals that are kind of like, like most people would have, unless you have been fed information that goes against them. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. Pe- people like if you are uh, if if you're a Democrat. Before the or then like, you're at, wrong, It's easy to say that because at, you're born not uh, like being pro everything. You're born pro everything. <laughs> it's you, huh. so whoa, whoa that's then, fucking interesting as shit. And yeah, and, and if he, we put an American in a vacuum, basically, <laughs> and and ask them after they've lived their adult life about all these different opinions and all these different controversies, I'd be. I would love to just adopt whatever policy they say. But, like, we just keep someone in, like, a small community. I mean, I mean keep someone in a small community. Maybe, maybe a just problem. have a small not, community 
that's just everything's provided for them. Maybe it's, not everything's provided. It's so tough, but to, like to really understand some things. Like if we're talking about oppression, to really understand the details about things like oppression, you kind of have to have perspective. Yeah, you have so to. We, have so we can't just give them like way. a perfect life. Like we have to, and well, you not, can't not like to pro- say, provide them food, but give them the means to produce food. And I say that I say that uh, it's like you're born like God, more pro everything. That's not to say, like objectively, that people on the far right are like, uh, like instill more hatred. But I think having like I think it's more real. Like people on the right are way more realist. And there's there's more. One of the, I think one of the shittiest things. And like I'm not trying to get poli- like too political. I'm trying to be as neutral as possible. But right, right. I dislike? But Trump is pretty freaking hot. Dude. Yeah, okay, yeah. But <laughs> what, what I what I really dislike about like who Trump Trump's presidency is it's very ununifying, and I think that's what's really important. In, yeah, like yeah. you should be able to as a leader bring people together for a common cause instead of kind of separating them and throwing people under the bus and trying to like spread hatred in general. I just don't think it really gets us anywhere. In saying that you did donate fourteen million dollars to his campaign, so <laughs> I, I did not do that. <laughs> if I had fourteen million dollars exactly I would donate all of it against him. You well you tried to donate it against his campaign, but you just bought four Venti lattes at Starbucks. <laughs> or you know, I would I would not waste my money on political views and like provide for like the family that helped raise me and help them and show my repayment. No 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 no. Everybody, everybody's always wrong whenever they say that oh if I won the lottery I'd I'd pay off my family's debts. No, they fucking got that debt themselves. They can pay it off themselves, motherfucker. I bought the winning lottery ticket. Not necessarily true. Lego my ego, you freaking... Craig? Almost everyone who's in significant debt made a bad decision somewhere along the line. Guys, we've talked about a lot. We've said some divisive shit here. I just want to let you guys know we are officially cutting Riley out of the pod (laughs) because we know our audience may be just as non-well off as we are and we want to make sure that we support poor people appropriately so riley it's been great love each other goodbye can we all agree upon that really great but i'm gonna need you to like go no i think riley could i'm gonna eat your thumbtacks i was like who could disagree that everyone should just love each other probably riley probably (laughs) riley guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast we no longer ask anybody to do anything for us (laughs) in the other podcasts um in saying that like, we still have the space, though. Like, we got to say something. What, what do we want to say? Because we're, we're no longer asking people for, like, help and, like, hey, do Oh, I thought you were talking about this. talk about space, and I was about to say the moon spat at me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to end it. Thanks, guys. New episodes on Wednesdays. Stop and Cosmic Cum Shot. Cosmic Cum Shot.